Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. This is going to be an exciting lesson. It's called Living by His Word, God's Plan for Your Life. You know, when someone becomes a Christian, they should be on a lifetime journey to be more like Christ Himself. They should totally surrender their lives, family, career, their thinking, their beliefs, and their destiny to their Lord and Savior. To believe every word that is in the Bible as God's perfect truth and to put that truth in practice in their daily living. Too many Christians never mature into the whole person that God wants them to become. Missing the mark, they continue to run their own lives, continuing to have false beliefs. Some are still living by the world's standards, so they never get to experience all that God has for them. But when we live by God's Word, God's best plan is revealed, God's best blessings, God's best favor, and our life becomes this directed pathway that God leads us into our destiny. What a great lesson this is going to be. Let's pray before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, anything that comes out of my lips or out of my heart, let it be edifying to you, Father, and let these words be encouraging and inspiring to our audience living by his word. Lord, just open up your word and let us understand what you're trying to say to us today and let it be something great that we can put in our daily lives, Father. We thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, turn your Bibles to Romans 12 and let's read Romans 12, 1 and 2. Here we go. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Well, my number one point today is to totally surrender. Become a living sacrifice to God, holy and pleasing to God, which is your true and proper worship. And that's in Romans 12 that we just read, the scriptures, to offer our bodies as a living, holy sacrifice unto God. And that's what we should be doing. And You know, people don't realize that if they would just turn loose of the reins of their life, that God would make their life so much better. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. When I was trying to live my own life, it, was, it wasn't the best life. It wasn't a terrible life. It just wasn't the best. And finally, when I said yes to Christ and I said, Lord, I want to go all the way. I want to turn over every door of my life to you. And I want to live by the Bible. And I want to know what the Bible says. The Bible is what we should be living by. And many people are watching the news and they're watching the bad things that are going on in the world. Yes, it's smart to understand what's going on, but listen to me. Listen very closely. We are supposed to live by the Word of God, the precepts in the Bible, and not what we hear. We live by faith through the Word of God. Amen. My number two is the Bible is 
the absolute truth. Jesus proclaimed in John 17, 17, your word is truth. And Jesus was professing that. Jesus said in John 8, 32 and 31. So he said to the Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Why are so many Christians in bondage? It's because they're listening to false religions, false idols. Put Christ first, and then you will excel in all the other things in your life. Hey, my number three is learn what the Bible says. 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 16 says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it. And how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures. Many people have known the Holy Scriptures for a very long time. In verse 16, it says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching and rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so the Bible is the standard. The Bible is the truth. When you look at the world, you should be looking at the world through the lens of the Bible. What does the Bible say? How should I react? How should I act? What should I be like? How should I be mirroring Christ? Not what the world says. You have to put into practice what the Word says. That's my next point. Put into practice what the Bible says. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Do your best to present yourselves to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. So what is the word of truth? Let me give you just one of the words. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And when you do that, when you love your neighbor as yourself, you're becoming more like Christ. But here's the key. You understood what the Bible said, and then you put it into practice in your life. So with your neighbor, however you'd want to be treated, that's how you treat your neighbor. And even better than that, because we're not supposed to covet anything that our neighbor has. We're supposed to love them in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are supposed to share the word with them, introducing them to our church by saying, hey, come visit with us at church and we love you, or maybe take them to dinner. Do things for them. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what the word of God says, but the Bible says many other things. You know, 1 John 3.18, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth we should be taking God's word and putting them into action. Number five, be transformed in your mind by the word. Be transformed in your thinking through the Bible. Every subject that I can name or you can name, there is an answer in the Bible for whatever you're going through or whatever you need to know. Let me give you some of those. Murder. What does the Bible say about murder? Thou shalt not murder. So when you see somebody out here and they just blatantly murder somebody, guess what? They're against God's word. And you would think that would be evident. But today, people don't know the word of God and what his standard is, so they don't live by it. And then they're not even adhering to Christ. And so they haven't turned from their wicked ways. But when we turn to the Lord, we become saved. We need to live by the word and be transformed formed in our mind by the Word of God. And then there's subjects like money. What does the Bible say about money? Marriage, lying, coveting, serving other gods or idols, how to gain peace, love, death, 
heaven, what is heaven going to look like? It's going to have the streets of gold, and it, it talks about that in the book of Revelation. You need to read it. It talks about the future. What's the future going to be like? What does God prophesy about the future? Taxes. It tells you about taxes. Joy, peace, patience, humbleness, happiness, forgiveness. You know, some people have the wrong thought because they're trying to lean on their own understanding. And when they do, their life is a mess. And and one of my friends asked me how many times should a person forgive another person. And I said, well, Jesus said to forgive them seven times 70. So that's how we do it. We learn what the word says and we put it into practice. Number six, true happiness and joy come from a personal relationship with the Lord. Not a person on earth, not money, not career, not what you think is going to make you happy because it will be an empty shell. But Second Chronicles 9, 7 says, how happy your people must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. God will give you this great wisdom through his word, and he will direct your paths, and he will give you the abundant life he promised in John 10.10. If you'll read the word every day, if you'll learn what the word says, and you'll put these actions into practice, then all things will be good for you, and you will have a great destiny. The last thing I want to tell you about today is write down your dreams and start confessing the word of God about great dreams you have. What do I mean? I mean, if you have goals in your life and you want to hit them, here's how you do it. You write down, God, this is the dream in my heart. And then you put it down in writing. You commit it before God. Proverbs 16.3 says, commit your plans before the Lord and he will establish your success. And then put other scriptures by it, like Ephesians 3.20. He will do more than you can ask or think. Or Psalm 37, which says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give thee the desires of thine heart. These are the wonderful words. This lesson I'm giving you today, be sure to read your Bible every day. Learn what it says, put it into practice, and your destiny will be fulfilled through the Lord Jesus and through the Holy Spirit. And lean not unto your own understanding. Get before God in prayer and ask Him what the Scripture means, and He will reveal it to you. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Come unto me and ask me these questions, and I will show you unbelievable things that you do not know. And that's what the Word says. So I'm so excited I get to give you this lesson today. I love you and the Lord so much. And let me pray a blessing over you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word, that your Word is truth. And every word in the Bible, from the cover to the back cover, from the front cover to the back cover, we can trust it. And we don't trust our own thoughts. And we don't trust our neighbor's thoughts. And we don't trust the media's thoughts. And we don't trust the world's thoughts. But we trust the Word of God, and when it says in the Bible promises, then we believe they're true and we stick with them. Lord, just give uh, my brother or sister in Christ a heart for your Word, a heart to pick it up daily and read it, to understand it, and put it into practice in their life. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you for joining us today. I love you so much in the Lord. I look forward to talking to you next time. Remember to go to encouragingmoments.com and hear more of our podcasts, watch more of our videos, and sign up for our free newsletter. That's encouragingmoments.com. Until next time, be encouraged. 
Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.